You're listening to the Gurus, Books, Beards, and Self-Improvement Podcast, co-hosted by Andy and Brian. So uh, welcome back to Gurus, Books, Beards, and Self-Improvement. In this episode, we're doing something a little bit different. We are doing our smart goals and just our smart goals. So we're splitting up the episodes now. Um, This one's going to be probably a little bit shorter. And uh, I think that's an okay thing. So just a a reminder, keep reading the book Burnout by Emily Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski. And you can follow us on Instagram, gurus.podcast. And... uh, We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. So today's episode, Smart Goals, continuation of Smart Goals. Where are you at with yours, Andy? I have revamped myself. So remember, I was kind of in a lull and I wasn't really making any um, progress. And I couldn't really figure out. I was getting my why. And what I realized is that I think I was burnt out of the beard oil peace like i found really good companies like yourself and then i was like you know i'm kind of tired of talking about them after a while they start all smelling the same like oh you got a cologne scent oh this smells like another one i've smelled before there's some unique ones that'll pop in and it's still fun so i'm not saying it's not fun and there still won't be some content with that however I am changing it up a little bit. And I've really found just like all life is a journey. My journey has now taken me into doing more music interviews. So I've done two of them so far. Yeah. I've done two of them so far. Um, One of them was with a country artist named Dusty bow. And he actually went on my beards and desserts, YouTube uh, stream and did a live performance. It was awesome. It was really totally cool. It was so cool. It was like one of those moments where you're like, we kicked this one out of the park, buddy. Me and James do this one, Metal Chef. And I think you've been on that show, actually. Yep. Um, and and you were being brought on. I think we brought you on as a as a therapist as well. And, and I think at another time as just a beard company owner. And it has and it's not like we didn't, I was just like, yeah, we can sprinkle those in as a interview with our, my show beards and desserts, but I really am loving the direction of music and musical interviews and being able to expand. Cause I think music is one of those self care ideas that we have. We get an emotional release from music either by listening or by playing. I, I get it from both. Um, I play guitar, so I just absolutely get that emotional release when I'm needing it. It's just a really good connection with the guitar and the music. And then also by listening, you can think it changes your mood. It can help you stay in a mood. It creates a mood, whatever it is. Music helps kind of soothe the soul in some ways. So I'm meeting with artists who are, and artists are those people that are the creative geniuses behind 
making music and creating music and all the stuff that goes into what their creation is similar to, you know, maybe a company that's making beard oil. They're mixing it and creating it. Yeah. But I think music has more of a universal experience to it. And so we're doing that. And my sister Nikki is helping us with being, she's a publicist. So she already knows something about it. So we're going to start doing more, a lot more um, interviews with up and coming bands, uh, people that are doing new releases, like music artists that are already out there established. And now they're going to release their new album. So we'll have a discussion on, and it'll help hopefully have my channel grow. So that's always a positive, but also meeting with, with musicians is always fun and talking yeah. about music and how it, uh, how their creation and what their art is about. So, so you're pivoting towards something that's a little bit more in line with what you need right now. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. And it's interesting because that's the journey part of it. When you think that, well, I'm going to, my smart goal is to get here, right? Well, your smart goal is to achieve some, a better point of view in life and have a better health, whatever it is. And during the things, you may find some things that you need to tweak to that may not be exactly what you thought they would be. And I think that's what this was, is that, yes, I want my, my goal was to grow my channel, and this will help me grow my channel, but in a different, happier place. Because I think that if you're passionate about where you're at, you'll help, you'll be satisfied with where the growth is. Yeah. Well, you know, I think part of SMART goals or goals in general um, is that you're constantly evaluating where you're at. You're constantly looking at the goal and the objective steps you have to take to reach that goal and and um you know it's a very very active type of thing um right it, it can't be something that's just that you just kind of do here or there you're not going to reach your goal um right. but looking at it and adjusting and making changes to it is exactly why you go and evaluate it right you're not you're not the same person today that you were yesterday you know, if right. I had a great right. run a marathon and then I get hit by a car, you know, and my, my goal is to run a marathon in two months, you know, and my, uh, my hips broken, I ain't running that anymore. I need to pivot. <laughs> you know, I need right. to evaluate my goal. Can I still have a goal of running a marathon? Absolutely. Is it the number one goal right now? No. So you guys look at your goals, adjust them, right? Remember that we're being specific measurable and we're making sure that it's actually attainable um realistic and rewarding and it's time bound right we've got to make sure that we're we're adding all those elements in that's why it's called smart goals so that you are more likely to reach these goals yes and pivoting is not a problem no it's part of it no it's part of the journey and that's the one thing is is I think that's why when you say, and we'll talk about yours for a second, a diet, a change in diet. Now, people mm -hmm. look at dieting as a negative nomenclature, but actually diet just means something you're eating. Yeah. My diet is this. So what you're doing is, is what as a 
vegetable eating two or three times a day person does is they do this. They, they go buy some groceries that have mm-hmm. vegetables in it that are more than what they were buying before. And yeah. they eat less of this. And Pretty that's much. your diet. <laughs> so when you're able to do that, it doesn't become a chore anymore because it's actually just a change in, it's more about changing the habit. Yeah. Than it is like doing something different. Anything that's quick and fast. Right. Not going to last. You know, ooh, that rhymed. Ooh, did you? I was just thinking. Quick and fast, it will not last. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can say that. Now that can be your, like, your uh, mantra. Yeah. Quick and fast, (laughs) don't last. Um, For reals, though. If you want to make some changes in your life, it's probably going to take a while, right? Because you've got to develop those habits. You've got to ingrain those changes. And it's not its not just for a limited amount of time. Yeah, you can get great results quickly. You really can. But is it sustainable long term? If it's not, don't do it. Absolutely. Just don't and that do was it. The th- that was the thing is that when I got to this place in my journey um there was a lot of bearded community drama that i was just like really burnt out from and i said well i'm gonna pivot and stop so i wanted to respond in a different way and by evaluating what was important to me i found that making content was important but i didn't want to put myself into a position to where I'd be part of that drama chain. So then I stopped doing that and started working on something else that was more fulfilling and still had the attainable, still had some time sensitivity to it because I still have to work on a bio and making a web page for this new beards and desserts um, musical interview thing. But what a blast and it's changed and, you know, it's fun. I feel like I'm kind of like one of those interview guys that's like uh, like you're meeting with some really, like we met with the basis for a like a 90s metal group um, called Kitty. It was an all-female heavy metal group. And it was like all, they're, they're all Canadian. They were really young, like teenagers back then. And the lady is now... I mean, she's like 97. She's probably in her late 30s. And so she has her experiences from that. And then she's also still a musician and still does a lot of stuff with musical things. But that was really cool. And then actually having an up-and-coming artist who's trying to make it big, come having him come on and, you know, uh, play his new EP. That's cool. So cool. Yeah, just a really cool experience. And with my sister's help, I think we'll be able to get those type of people in and what a blast meeting new people, um, different people, creative people. Well, that's part of the book. That's part of the book that we're reading, right? Like it talks about how, um, one of the ways to, um, complete the stress cycle is to, uh, have those, those social interactions, right? that people are happier and that it, it, it improves us. It decreases the stress if you can talk to people in, in friendly ways. Right. And not venting. Yeah. 
Uh, I think you're absolutely right. I think that the meeting, because they have a different perspective on life and being able to see things through a different perspective sometimes changes your perspective. It's very important to have that. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. How is your goals though, by the way? So we talked about, I, yeah. you know, we included, but how is your goals going? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. I, I, uh, I'm on a good trajectory right now with the eating healthy. Yep. I have had some good amount of spinach this week, had a really awesome um, veggie bowl that was fantastic, you know, just steamed up some broccoli and carrots and mm. whatnot, got some teriyaki sauce. I did have some chicken on there too. And um, good. man, uh, you know, so I'm doing better, lost some weight again, uh, okay. so haven't uh, haven't broken any records for a weight loss or anything like that, but that's not my goal. My goal is to eat no, healthier. Was, right. <laughs> you know, um, that's all it was, and that's all it was, and it was simple enough to be attainable. Absolutely, yeah, yeah that's and good. So and I, you're feeling so you're feeling better. Or? There is a huge impact on how my my body feels. Huge okay. impact. Diet, so you know. Um, what's the saying when you talk about like what you put in is what you get out. Oh, right, right. right. Garbage in garbage out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not feeling well, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling burned out, look at your diet first. Like plain, like doctors will ask that, right? Like how's your diet? How's your exercise? Like that, truly, our society is so focused on all this crappy food, right? These, these fast food joints and, you know, eating out, um, which I, I love, I'm, I'll admit, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but it's not healthy. And what you put in is what you get out. And, right. and I am finding that to be very true. The, the healthier foods. I mean, my, my gut feels better. My oh, energy right. is better. Um, Oh, like just overall things, things are better. I have an improved mood because of that, because I'm not as uncomfortable, you know, things aren't so heavy in my stomach. I don't feel weighed down. I don't feel as much guilt for not, you know, eating the way I want to, you know, like it's, yeah, uh, awesome. yeah, across the board, physically and emotionally just changing your diet and you don't have to not eat the things you just add more things in that are healthy. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I have done something similar. So I've, it wasn't a diet, but it was sleep. So I had sleep apnea. I was diagnosed with sleep apnea a bit ago. Mm -hmm. And I, for I can't tell you how many years I snored and I don't know if I ever realized how bad a sleep I had until I've recently got a CPAP machine. So part of my self-care plan was like, I'm going to start taking care of myself, got a new job, which is going amazing. And also Good. additionally, what I did was I went and got started taking care of my, some of my mental and, and, uh, spiritual and, um, body health. And part of that was to start sleeping better. And it is amazing how different your mood is, your cognitive abilities are. I just can't tell you. It's, it's, 
I've been under a lot of stress lately because there's new job and all this other stuff. And I feel like I can deal with them better because I can sleep better. I'm not always significantly tired. There's moments where I'm still tired, but because there is still like a acquis, you know, kind of getting used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, the acclimate. acclimate piece. Right. But I can tell you that I am getting into better sleeps and I can tell it's like a night, like a switch turned on just like with what you're talking about, like this energy level of doing something healthy for yourself. And all of a sudden, like a light switch opens up and like your mood's better. Your cognitive abilities are better. Your overall sense of uh, peace is better. I've just, and it's just weird just by putting a CPAP and not snoring. You know, it's it's uh, the hierarchy of needs. Right. You know? Always goes back to that, huh? Sleep, food, and shelter. <laughs> Sleep, food, and shelter. There's a reason yeah. why it's on the bottom. That, that is the base. If you don't have that, you really will struggle with everything that comes next or won't be able to focus on anything that comes next. Absolutely. Good sleep and, it's, and, and healthy food. Yeah. So Get the basics right. Yeah. So I'm really, you know, I think we're both in a, I've been actually, I kind of took your, I kind of thought about what you were doing and what was it you were really doing. Like what is healthy eating really doing? And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's, It's doing this other piece of being mentally healthy you know, connect being self-care again is going back to that self-care, taking care of your body. And it was, you know, it was like a very important thing that I was kind of leaving off again. And it goes back to the book. Self-care <laughs> is not always something that we do now, but we should be. <laughs> yeah. We need to be. We need we to need be. And to I be. think that, yeah. And I think that it goes back down to that's, you're doing something every day that's self-care. And you can be pleased by that, even if you had a busy, crazy day that, you know, if you did 12 hours of whatever it is that I know as a therapist, probably, yeah. I don't know, but uh, maybe you have a marathon of clients or something. I really try to avoid that. Uh, so as a therapist, you need to be very mentally aware for your client. And you are, if you are a therapist listening to this, stop seeing so many clients. I don't care if you're, if you are uh making good money or whatever, like your health is going to, you can't do it. Just don't, just don't do it. Sitting for that nice long anyways from, is not good. Yeah. Get up and go on a walk out. with your client, maybe. <laughs> go for a walk. There you go. Go for yeah, a walk. Yeah, absolutely. Client. Now, how is that going for you, by the way? I, I know that we haven't really talked about that. Yeah, much, no, how- that, you know, I, um, I think we, we mentioned it on here, right? That I was in, uh, I was working in a community um, mental health practice. Um, and then I was due to lots of different things, right? Um, feeling pretty burned out there and needed to cut back. So after much discussion with my wife and uh, thinking about what would be best for us as a family while also meeting my needs, I decided to uh, quit that quit that job and go into private practice to have a little bit more control over the hours that I was working and um, the number of clients that I see and and that kind of thing. Right? It was also uh, uh, I have a little little baby that has 
Um, he was born three months early. And so he has, uh, I, I think, a little bit more needs than perhaps the average. And so moving into the private practice was also a great way for me to be more available to raise him and, and you know, alongside my wife. And so both of our work schedules allow us to not have uh, as many babysitters as you typically would with two working parents. And during COVID, with a baby that has a compromised immune system because of how early he was born, you know, in addition to just being a newborn, he's really compromised. Like, it's it's really nice for us to be as available as we are. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, and so... That's why I went into private practice. And to answer your question, wow, I went way off topic there. No, that's perfect. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, that's a good reason for why you're doing these things for yourself. Yeah, yeah. it is. And so, you know, um, the private practice because of my approach with it, right? Like I, I am. I said no to lots of things. I've I've looked at the stressors and the ones that I can get rid of, I've gotten rid of. The ones that I cannot get rid of, I'm figuring out how to deal with the stress from those. And um, a little essentialism for you folks. Yes, and a little burnout too, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they all tie. They really all tie together. Like it's actually incredible yes. how the last book we read and the current book they play off of each other so well. If you think about it. Anyways, Absolutely. the private practice in general is going well. I am happy with it, and um, you know the change in it. Um, I am working less, and I'm not making as much, but that's okay. There's but you're happier. I have a different priority. Yeah, and that you makes know? you happy. So good. Yeah, very good. It works. Well, good. Yeah, that works. Hey, everybody. Well, Thank you that for was asking. our smart goals. Yeah, no problem. Well. There's our smart goals for the week. Uh, so everybody out there, I hope you uh, will reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns. Uh, you have our emails. We would love to hear about your smart goals and how you're doing. And uh, only last thing to say is stay bearded. Beard up.